Chapter 13, One Woman Commando Unit, Wednesday, January 9th, 1935. I hear something funny when I get up the next morning, and when I go outside, I find Piper stuffing extra clothes in their laundry bags. What are you doing? I ask her. What does it look like? You won't help. What am I supposed to do? You're just lucky that I caught you and not my mom or dad, I say. But as soon as this is out of my mouth, I'm sorry I said it. It sounds pretty lame. I'm lucky, huh? She smiles, so pleased with herself she can hardly stand it. I guess that means you won't tell. My ears are hot. I feel big and stupid and I don't know what to say. So I go back inside, hoping someone else will catch her. While I'm in the bathroom looking for my toothbrush, my mom corners me. Moose, honey, she says, I have some good news for you. She's smiling like she wants something. Things are going to change around here. My mom takes a lock of hair that's supposed to be on one side of my part and puts it on the other. Mom, I raise my eyebrows. Sometimes she needs reminding that I'm not five anymore. She smiles and nods her head as if she understands she's made a mistake, then gives me a once-over. Have you grown out of your trousers? I look down at my feet. A good four inches of sock are showing. Go put your other ones on, the brown ones, my mother says. I go in my room, happy to have an excuse to put a door between us. I met with Carrie Kelly yesterday, my mom calls through the door. Oh, she says we need to do a clean sweep. Throw away Nat's button box. There'll be no more counting for her. No more obsessions. My gut tightens. I come out with the brown corduroys on. Mom, I squeeze the word out of my throat. Mrs. Kelly said we can, can't let ourselves get in Natalie's way. She said we're the stumbling block. If Natalie's going to change, we have to change first. I blow air out of my mouth like I'm whistling with no sound. So now it's our fault? Moose, my mother insists, you know what I mean. You only met with her once, Mom. Did she even meet Natalie? Of course, she spent all afternoon with her, my mom says. And then Natter's on about how Nat's not supposed to count, not supposed to rock, not supposed to play with her buttons, not supposed to do anything she actually likes to do. Yes, ma'am, I say, searching for the medicine ca- searching the medicine cabinet for my toothbrush. Then I figure out where it is. Natalie. My mother follows me as I march into Natalie's room. Nat isn't here. My father has taken her out to the parade grounds to give my mom a break. Yep, here's a toothbrush. Natalie has stacks of buttons and perfect lines all around it, like little soldiers guarding something precious. I reach for my toothbrush, but I can't make myself disturb her perfect button world. Well, actually, my mom, mother's voice is softened. There's a weedle in it now. I freeze, my hand on that store. This involves you. I've lined up some piano lessons to teach in the city. The warden is very well connected, and he was kind enough to introduce me to a number of families who were looking for a piano teacher. We need money, Moose. Carrie Kelly costs a small fortune, and so does the Esther P. Marinoff, so I'll need you to come straight home from school. I might have to, I'll ha- I have to be on the four o'clock boat, and that is probably cutting it too close. She shakes her head and bites her bottom lip. I'm supposed to watch Natalie? Mrs. Kelly says you can take her with you wherever you go, just like any other sister. This stops me. I face my mom. Mom, nobody takes a sister with him everywhere he goes. My mom's shoulders hunched down with a little, and a little excitement drains out of her face. Well, they could, she says. I stare at her, suspicious now. What do you mean, wherever I go? I ask, waving the tooth powder at her. Wherever you go. Mom, it's dangerous. You're the one who's always telling me how. That's what I mean, my mother is all excited again. I am back in the bathroom, mixing the tooth powder and water in the palm of my hand. My mom has followed me. Her eyes are shining, and she's smiling at the end of every sentence. That's what's changing. Mrs. Kelly says this is just what Natalie needs. We need to help Natalie join the human race. 
Mom, I brush my teeth with my finger. We live on an island with 278 murderers, kidnappers, thieves. Maybe this isn't the exact part of the human race we want her to join. Maybe, funny you should mention this, because I was talking to Beatrixel about this yesterday, and you know what she said? She said we are so lucky to live here because Alcatraz is a lot safer than any neighborhood in San Francisco. She says she never locks her door, never has to. Our bad guys are all locked up. You know how your dad's always saying the ratio of inmate to guard is 3 to 1 here compared to 10 to 1 at San Quentin, which makes Alcatraz a much safer prison. And in the city, oh great, I mutter as I make a cup with my hands and run water into it, then rinse the tooth powder out of my mouth. It's safer than San Quentin, the second worst prison in the state. And in the city, my mother says this louder, as if to drown out my comment, Beatrixel says those same criminals are out free. Does the warden even know Natalie's here? Or does he still think she's at Esther Premier enough? Of course he knows Moose, but that doesn't mean I want you to parade her around in front of him. I won't lie to you. He isn't wild about the idea of her living here. Then she said, stay inside. Don't be silly. You don't need to hide. Go about your business like you would if Nat wasn't with you. Just don't go looking for the warden, all right? Natalie doesn't know how to swim, Mom. What if she falls in? Well, we do have to be careful of that, but I don't want you to be near the water either. Anything that's not safe for Natalie is not safe for you. So if you really think it's so dangerous here, Moose, then we should move back home. Good idea, I say, my voice low and hard. Moose! My mother's eyes are lit, like the lit end of a cigarette burning into me. Then I remember. Baseball. You don't really mean every day. Yes, I do. Well, I can't Monday. I'm playing ball after school. She sighs. I have lessons scheduled for Monday, Moose. But I have nothing for Tuesday. What do you say I try to keep that day free for you? Monday is when they play, Mom, not Tuesday, Scout said. Well, ask this Scout person to play on Tuesday. I hardly know the guy. How am I supposed to get him to put together a whole game just for me? Ask him, that's how, my mother says, and then softens. Look, I know this isn't easy for you. I know you'd rather not have any responsibilities, but the fact is, you do. If you play baseball in Alcatraz, you can play every day. Almost no one plays here. Graham doesn't live down the street anymore, honey, my mom sighs. We can't do this without you. Being around kids is good for Natalie. Mrs. Kelly says so. And if she's to get accepted in the Esther Pimeranoff, my mom's like a one-woman commando unit. She could win land battles, air battles, water battles, outer space battles too, probably. I wonder if there would be a good a time to get Natalie and then get back to school in time to play ball with the guys. It would be embarrassing to have her there, but at least I could play. Could I take her to San Francisco? I ask. No. Why not? You just said... I just said it isn't safe there. It isn't safe there, but it's safe here. Crammed right up close with America's worst criminals. We've been through this already, Moose. How long will you be gone? I ask. Even when I'm here, you'll need to take her outside with you, Moose. What kind of a kid experience is she going to have following me around? She can't mean this. Please, someone tell me she didn't say this. Moose, my mother reaches for my chin again and tips her face forward. I need you. Your dad needs you, and Natalie needs you most of all. Let's give this a try, shall we? Let's just see how it goes. I pull my head away and walk toward my room. What if I don't want to see how it goes? What if I've been seeing how it goes my whole life? I whisper. Tuesday. See if Scout can play on Tuesday. Is that too much to ask?